Hello, this is Michael Schatz, Editor-in-Chief of the Journal of Allergy and Clinical Immunology in Practice. It is my pleasure to describe our asthma guidance supplement to the January 2022 issue. Asthma is one of the most common medical problems seen by primary care and specialist physicians, affecting more than an estimated 339 million people worldwide and associated with an enormous humanistic and economic cost. To improve worldwide outcomes for this medically impactful condition, the U.S. National Asthma Education and Prevention Program, NAEPP, and the International Global Initiative for Asthma, GINA, have issued guidelines since 1991 and 1993, respectively. The most recent versions were a 2020 update of the NAEPP guidelines and the 2021 GINA Strategy Report. In the supplement to the January 2022 Journal of Allergy and Clinical Immunology in Practice, we are pleased to have published three important articles related to these reports, which should update physicians regarding the changes in the guidelines with the ultimate goal to improve patient care and reduce asthma morbidity and mortality. The lead article is the executive summary of the GINA 2021 strategy report. This year, in addition to providing the full report on their website, GINA has created an executive summary, which we are co-publishing with the American Journal of Respiratory and Critical Care Medicine and three other international pulmonary journals. The executive summary summarizes the comprehensive GINA 2021 report by noting key recommendations and then presenting highlights from the full report regarding the topics of asthma management during the COVID-19 pandemic, diagnosis and assessment of asthma, general principles of asthma management, medications and strategies for symptom control and risk reduction, management of asthma with comorbidities and in specific populations, diagnosis and treatment of patients with features of both asthma and COPD, difficult to treat asthma, worsening of asthma and asthma exacerbations, diagnosis and management in children five years of age and younger, primary prevention of asthma in children, implementation of asthma management strategies into health systems, and asthma management in low-resource settings. The executive summary is a wealth of curated information that is a must-read for any clinician managing asthma. The second article by Drs. Brad Chips, Kevin Murphy, and John Oppenheimer, entitled 2020 NAEPP Guideline Update and GINA 2021 Asthma Care Differences, Overlap, and Challenges, compares and contrasts the recommendations regarding the topics in the NAEPP update to the corresponding recommendations in the GINA Strategy Report. The topics covered in the NAEPP update include children zero to four years of age with viral-induced wheezing, intermittent step two inhaled corticosteroid treatment, short-term increased inhaled corticosteroids in the yellow zone, 
single inhaler maintenance and reliever therapy, SMART, in steps three and four, long-acting muscarinic antagonists, fractional exhaled nitric oxide, environmental control, immunotherapy, and bronchiothermoplasty. Similarities and differences between the NAEPP update and the GINA report regarding the methodology used in developing the recommendations and for each of the NAEPP topic areas are highlighted and discussed in this unique, comprehensive, and well-written article. The authors conclude that the reports differ in methodology, scope, and several recommendations, but provide complementary information for clinicians caring for asthmatic patients. Both the NAEPP update and the GINA report recommend SMART therapy in steps three and four of asthma treatment, which represents a new paradigm of treatment for prescribers in the U.S. and some other countries. Thus, the article led by Drs. Helen Riddell and Eric Bateman, a practical guide to implementing SMART in asthma management, should be particularly valuable for our readers. The article answers 18 practical questions regarding SMART therapy, provides a summary of messaging and practical steps when introducing patients to the SMART approach, presents specific recommended doses for SMART, and includes a customizable sample SMART action plan. The editors believe all clinicians using SMART therapy will benefit greatly from this extremely pragmatic information. One issue that arises in reading all of these articles is the concept of preferred therapy. Both the NAEPP guidelines and the GINA report recommend preferred therapy based on efficacy and safety data from clinical studies. Although the preferred therapy differs between the GINA report and the NAEPP update in some cases, both documents point out that the guidelines need to be individualized for each patient. The editors believe that the best way to approach these recommendations is to consider the reasonable choices they provide at each step of therapy as we approach our patients. These choices are summarized for children ages 5 to 11 and individuals aged 12 and older at each step of therapy in an editorial written by Deputy Editor Bob Zeiger and me that is also part of the supplement. The editorial counsels that the preferred therapy for an individual patient is the one that controls the symptoms and prevents exacerbations with no substantial side effects. Because of individual therapy, the preferred therapy at any step of care may vary among patients. To identify the preferred therapy for each patient, we believe that the initial choice among the viable alternatives at each step can be made based on individual risk factors for exacerbations, adherence issues, cost and formulary considerations, and informed patient preference, that is, shared decision-making. We would also emphasize, as do both reports, that avoidance of triggering factors, including allergens, adherence and inhaler technique, and management of comorbidities should be optimized at every step of care. 
If the initial choice at any given step care level does not provide adequate control, an alternative at that step can be considered before stepping up. It should be noted that this approach demands careful follow-up to be certain that the goals of therapy are being met by the regimen chosen and to allow a different option to be instituted if not. We believe that this interpretation of the options in the NAEPP update and the 2021 Genus Strategy Report empowers clinicians to provide optimal, personalized care for every patient. Asthma is an important topic in JACI in practice. We hope that the robust information and guidance provided in this supplement to the January 2022 issue of the journal will help our readers optimize the care and quality of life of the millions of people with asthma everywhere.